it's so nice there. I mean, you it's got like nice, water, it's, it's way bigger. You cut water. At the end of the day, it's like we're all on the same like kind of squad. Almost, yeah. You know? Talking with Craig Gignac. Did it. How's it going? Thanks so much for coming over, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. Man, man of course. No problem. Uh, I've been wanting to like have you over for a while. So you're like this, like, it's a different episode because you're not like here representing like one band. You're just like, yeah, have your hands in like a little bit of everything. That's true. Yeah. A lot of bands. Yeah. A lot of bands. Was that something that like, is that just something that's happened to you or like, was that you've been like kind of going after that? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like I do have a lot of different interests and I mean, there's a lot of different bands that are happening you know yeah. all the time i mean like when i first started playing in multiple bands i was with radio caroline yeah and uh my buddy nick was like yeah like i need a bassist for like my metal band and i'm like well like i've got a bass like i'm not doing anything like, yeah. like why not like i kind of showed up to the session and uh it was josh tab nick grease and and chris pollock we're all jamming and they were laying down this track, and it sounded really good, like up in up in Nick's attic. Okay. And uh, and I was like, right on. So and I I had never met Josh or Chris. It was like the first time I was meeting either of them. And I was like, so you're gonna play bass after the guitar yeah. parts, right? And Chris was like, oh no, man, I don't play any instruments. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, I just do vocals. And I was like, well, who's your bass player yeah. then? And he's like, well, Nick was just gonna do the bass parts. And I'm like, but. Why? Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. They're like, well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I was like, I'll play bass. Yeah. If you want. And they were like, yeah, sure, okay. And uh, and then it just kind of rolled from there. Like it was like a like, well, if you don't have a bass player, like I'll do it. Yeah. And then and then suddenly I was in two bands. Right. And then uh, like that band kind of came and went. And then over flowers was also with Nick. That was like a pop punk band with okay. Will Will Agnew. Oh yeah 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 yep, yep. And Cam Lee on guitar and uh, and yeah, it was just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, like, I just want to start this other band. I'm like, well, I'll play bass. Yeah. Why, not? Like, why not? So, like, yeah, it's just kind of rolled that way. And then, I mean, like, having a, a main project, too. I mean, like, yeah. uh, like after Radio Caroline was done, uh, Legal Kill was, like, the main thing. Right. Um, and I didn't really have uh, side projects during that. Uh, and then Basic White's been happening now. Um, and, like... I still play around like I've I've been playing with uh, like Serena Hagley yeah. as well yeah. and with Bob my roommate uh, for Heavy Gloom just right. like whatever yeah whatever gig I can get yeah kind of thing. <laughs> uh, that's awesome yeah yeah it's not a bad way to do it either floating around yeah like so like what was sort of like when you were like started like showing interest in music or whatever like did you like gravitate to bass or was that like what was sort um, of the first thing you no, I was like the a guitar player first. Oh, okay. When I first started playing. Yes, that's standard, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my dad showed me uh, "Walk the Line" in two thousand five. Oh, nice. Johnny Cash. Yeah, movie. yeah. And I was just like, like the the whole movie went through, and like no joke, my dad was like always sitting in the chair with a laptop. <laughs> yeah. And we're watching the movie, and like the credits start rolling. And I was like, Dad, can you get me a guitar? He's like, I'm already on eBay. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> like so sick. Um. So got like a, a first guitar like in the mail a couple couple weeks later. Uh, and started teaching myself at first, but like my aunt, like my aunt tried to have like one guitar lesson with me, and it right. was like it was like the Spanish ballad thing, nice. like da 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 da. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, this is not, yeah, good. this isn't what I want to do. Uh, and then I kind of discovered like nine one one tabs. Okay, yeah, on, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> awesome. Google yeah, and figured out how to play some chords, and uh, yeah, I kind of went from there, just like teaching myself. But I was a guitar player first, and I would like write these like Johnny Cash songs, right, and like sing them and stuff. Um, and I was just kind of like writing songs for a long time. Tried to like, uh, I got my first electric guitar after a while too. And like, got like super obsessed with AC. Yeah. yeah. Like that. <laughs> um, but like no one in my public school was like very musical. There was oh, no, okay. no bands going on. Right. Are you from like school. London? I'm from London. Okay. Yeah. I went to like Westmount public school. Okay. I went to Saunders secondary school and, uh, Saunders in grade nine, there was like a, like a. A coffee shop or sorry, coffee house. Right. And uh, I played like electric guitar. I did this like improvised <laughs> guitar solo. It's on YouTube, by the way, if you want to like go embarrass the shit out of me. But uh, there's like, I did this guitar solo and then like I met Jeff uh, Gonzalez, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who was the bass player for Radio Caroline and he's the bass player for Junko Daydream yeah. as well. Um, and we started kind of jamming a little bit and then I met Scott through a mutual friend, Colin. Uh, and then we kind of started our first band there. And right. Radio Caroline was my first band. Oh, really. wow. Yeah. Right on. And then, like, you were just the vocalist. In that uh, yeah, really, I, yeah, I so. played uh, I played 
like second guitar like really infrequently right like, i couldn't do it because i just had this little like practice in right and yeah, scott yeah. had this this stack yeah and i was just like yeah screw it you know, yeah i'm just gonna do vocals yeah that's kind of the story with like me too like with lost starts is like the first few shows i was playing guitar but like my amp was just like a piece Inferior. of shit yeah, <laughs> yeah and like nick up. and hayden are just like so good together that i was like eh, whatever yeah, there's no exactly. point and like it shit out during one of our shows and I was mm. like, okay, well, I guess it's game time. I had and, that happen once, yeah. too. And, like, we were toying with the idea of, like, me maybe not playing guitar anyway, but they were, like, hesitant with, like, if I could, like, do the frontman thing. Right. So, like, we were, like, really thrown into the fire, and I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and it, just, it worked out, like, so far, so it's yeah. been way better. But... I started just kind of finding, like, ways to, like, fill my time when I was doing, like, right. when I first started doing just vocals, I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to put scarves on my microphone. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, and I'm just going to, like, like, be Elvis for a yeah. little bit and be Steven Tyler for a little bit. <laughs> Um, but yeah I mean like I like like how do you like being like just the front man I love it now yeah, yeah. it was weird uh, like at first but because it's also like finding like your thing yeah because like sure. initially you're just like it's kind of stealing stuff from other people oh yeah and, God, like, yeah, yeah. and Shameless. I was like so hesitant from like of like you know, like watching guys like Andy from Bodie Jar or whatever, and then like making sure I wasn't like taking his thing because it's like yeah. one thing to be like Steven Tyler or whatever, but yeah. it's like if you're like stealing from guys like in the scene, you're like, yeah, right, I don't sure. want to, I don't, I want to separate us from yeah, that. Yeah, he whatever. can actually come up and at me. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I love it, man. I don't know. Did you like doing like? I really liked thing? it. Yeah, I mean, like, cause well, actually, I forgot. So I did play bass like the tiniest little bit when we okay. first started playing. And that was just before Jeff joined or whatever. But yeah, when I made the first transition, I was like, what do I do with my hands? Yes, <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? And then I like got the microphone stand. I was like really adamant. I was like, it needs to be like a straight up and down. Right. <laughs> you know? I can't use this like angle yeah, thing. It's yeah. just not cool. <laughs> I feel like, like a Joni Mitchell cover band. Yeah, yeah. Like and um, so I started doing that. And then, yeah, I did like the, the scarves on the microphone yeah. stand. I had like this like bright yellow scarf nice. at first. It was yeah. like so like... Just out of nowhere. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to like actually put some effort into this. And then uh, I remember like when I kind of found my thing was uh, I wanted to find bell-bottom pants. Yeah. Just like jet, like bell-bottom jeans. Yeah. And I found these crazy printed pants on oh, the nice. on the bay.com. <laughs> and they're not out there anymore. Yeah. I've looked. I've looked. And uh, I bought them. And I showed up to a band practice with them. And, and the guys were like, you can't wear them. Like, Those are crazy. And I was like, dude, I'm going to wear them. Yeah. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and uh, I showed up to a gig, and like I used to do this, like for every show, I'd show up in like my regular clothes or whatever, oh, okay. and then like ten minutes before we go on, go into the bathroom, and I'd put on this like this, the bell bottom pants, and, like the floral shirt yeah. and everything. I had like these cuffs on yeah. and shit, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like the flower guy, yeah, you know, yeah. for like a lot of our shows, and like pe- like people seem to dig that. I had a lot of fun with yeah, it too. Yeah, it totally. So it's super comfortable too. They're like yeah. PJs, yeah, you know, like so aerodynamic. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. And then, uh, like, going to just playing bass, like, it's like a little bit of a hit, you know? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, it's it's less stressful, too, right. you know? Like, yeah. you can kind of hide in the back a little yeah. bit. Like, though bass is, like, the foundation of it yeah. at the end of the day, like, you can still kind of just hide in the back. Totally. It's it's one of those things, like, especially when, uh, like, when I got to, like, Fanshawe and was doing the MIA program and, like, started, like, meeting all these, like, awesome bass players it was mm-hmm. like never anything i'd like encountered like anybody yeah. i played with in high school was just like they played bass and it yeah, was like root real. notes or whatever, they were like right? guitarists yeah. that were like well you gotta play bass yeah, yeah yeah exactly so and i was like fuck like it's crazy that like they get all this like shit but they're like i know they're so important yeah <laughs> like, for real they like, were like nobody you can, cares you can laugh all you want yeah. man i know like <laughs> like good luck finding a good bass player yeah it, honestly it's, yeah it's and when they're it does make a difference like like yeah. you know Hayden is like one of the best bass players like he's I've incredible played with yeah and he's actually like, incredible he's so good and it's like when you see somebody that's like just kind of like phoning it in or whatever it's like man it totally makes a difference like right. what's going on yeah. but uh yeah but I mean yeah I guess it's like did you like was that a like a hard I don't know if hard's a good like word but like was it like what was the difference sort of for you um going from like you were like the front man all eyes on you to just like to switch yeah, back so. yeah when uh when I joined Legal Kill uh, we were talking about it because like uh, Talon was leaving yeah. for Cherry Pools or whatever, and uh, he said, "You know, I need a bass player." And I was like, "Well, man, like, like I'm not doing like my band anymore." Yeah. And he was like, "Well, would you want to play bass?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah," and he said, "Like, well, we can do like a lot of harmonies too. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's like a lot of harmonies in there that we haven't really been tapping into." And right. I'm like, "Dude, I'm dead." Like, like yeah. the current Allison Chains thing, yeah, where it's like yeah. always harmonies yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, <laughs> and we started kind of doing that. I mean, like. 
with a three piece, like it was a pretty easy transition, yeah. you know, where it's like the two of us are both up there with guitars and singing. Yeah. It was like, okay, like I'm still kind of in this yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is all right. But uh, but it was good. I mean, like I had like lot like no shortage of vocal parts, which right. was cool too, yeah. right? So I mean, it wasn't like I was just going from being like the singer to being the bass player. Right. It was like I still sing and yeah. play bass, right? right. So, so it was it was good. And then when I first joined that, uh, when I first joined Legal Kill, we were like, I gotta get like a sick bass. Right. Like Charlie <laughs> Charlie has crazy gear. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the if you go to that kid's Instagram, like oh, yeah, man. the amps and the guitars and everything. <laughs> it's been like that like since he was a kid, man. I remember when I first met him, I show up to his door. Like he like messaged me on Facebook. He's like, Yo, man, like I checked out your band, like you should come jam sometime. Yeah. Like we should jam sometime. Yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> And I was like, yeah, all right, sure. So I show up to his door, and he, like, lives in Westmount, too. It was, like, a five-minute drive. Right. I show up, and he answers the door, like, 14-year-old kid with a Black Beauty Les Paul custom. <laughs> and I'm like, hi, like, yeah. is that a real? And he was like, yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, right on. He says, do you want to see the studio? And I was like, fuck, yeah, I want to see the studio. <laughs> and, like, go downstairs, and, like, it was him and Talon at the time, and Talon's on the drums. And they just like shred out this super sick, like it's like a Guns N' Roses song. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we came up with this like this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. But like, yeah, like the equipment just like blew me away. Like, yeah. That. So uh, when I first joined Legal Kill, like we were checking out Lenny Guitars and uh, they had three Rickenbacker bases. Nice. There. So I was just like, I'm going to bite the bullet. Yeah. yeah. One, of these, one of these bad boys. So I mean, like being the bass player when you got a Ricky is like yeah. worth it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's totally. a little worth it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it totally fit like the aesthetic too. Cause I, the first time I saw uh, Legal Kill, actually, like Charles just posted the like one year anniversary it was like at it was the yesterday. release show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, holy fuck, man! And then like, of course, it's like, yeah, and he's seventeen or whatever. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, for real. I started like showing like my brother and like some of his friends, uh, like like uh, Legal Kill, and I was there like, this is fucking wicked. And I was like, yeah, and he's fucking seventeen. Kid's seventeen like, years old. What? And, like, yeah, I know, man. It's unreal. Yeah, it's insane. But uh, yeah, man, that must have been like fun doing that. How long? Were you in that band for? I when did I join? It would have been like, like really early December. It was like super late November, early December, something like that. Because oh. our first show was like on what was it, the twenty first, the twenty third with the nil. Okay. Which was insane. Yeah. By the way. Totally. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it was like yeah, like welcome to the band. By the way, we're playing with the dirty. Yeah. <laughs> what? So crazy. Um. But yeah. So I was joined then, and we were done in June. So, what was that? Okay, December to June. I don't. I yeah. can't. I can't. So like a few months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like happy. Yeah. Something like that. So did you play on the EP then, or? I did. Yeah, I played okay. on volume two. Uh, Talon did play bass on Confined though. Oh, okay. He played bass on Confined because they had um, the kind of way they introduced themselves to Aaron was they won the Jack Richardson uh, yeah. Battle of the Bands. Right. Right. That yeah. kind of gives you an idea of how young they are. Yeah. They got yeah. The Battle of the Bands <laughs> award. And they meet Aaron, who runs Charterhouse. Yeah. He's the main engineer at Charterhouse. And uh, they had this agreement to do one song. And uh, I guess what happened was, like, this was just before I joined, where uh, they had only had the drums done okay. when I joined. So they set up uh, the warehouse at London Guitars for the drums. And they recorded the one song, and Aaron just goes, oh, my God, these are the best drum sounds I've ever recorded. Yeah. Play more songs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he was just like, okay, sure. So they, they played, like, I think they played three more. If not, they did four more and one didn't make the, the cut or something like right. that. I'm not sure. But they, they recorded three more songs. Yeah. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to do an EP now. Yeah. This, this just sounds way too good. Right. The drum sounds were incredible. And there's no, like, there's no uh, samples on right. those drums. Like, all the yeah. drums you hear on that record is what he played. Yeah. Which is crazy. And there's yeah. no pitch There's no pitch editing on the vocals either. Which is crazy. There's a lot of takes. Yeah. But, I mean, it was worth it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so... We did that, and then I joined on, and uh, the agreement was that, you know, like, I mean, Talon won the Battle of the Bands for the, yeah. the one track, put him on the one track. Right. right. So, yeah. So, yeah, he's on that one, and I'm on the other three. Right on. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge, uh, it's a huge EP. Like, it sounds It huge. sounds fantastic, yeah. and that's all thanks to Aaron. Yeah. Aaron Murray and Dan Broadbeck mastered it yeah. as well. So. Yeah. Big thanks to him as well. Yeah, Dan's all, Dan uh, mixed and mastered R.E.P. too for yeah, us. Yeah, he always does a like, fantastic Yeah, job. he's, you know, that's why he wanted Juno, I guess. <laughs> I guess <laughs> you know <what> so, I mean? <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so then how did, like, the, I guess you guys have just, like, you've just been friends with Basic White, so that's probably just how that Yeah, kinda... yeah, it was funny how that kind of came about. So, like, I, I remember we played uh, the first show that Radio Caroline played with our drummer, Liam. 
who is now the keyboard player in basically right, right. which is kind of funny. Um, that was the first time that we had ever. So our first show with Liam was the first show we had ever met Basic White. Oh, okay. And uh, that was a funny night because like Wally like literally backed his van up into Liam at one point. Oh shit! <laughs> Classic Wally. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, that was the first time we met. And then we played like a few. We played a bunch more shows. Like pretty much every Rum Runner show that Radio Caroline played, Basic White would play like right after us. Oh really? Which was just kind of funny. Like yeah. every every single one. Um, but I'd see them a bunch, and then I was playing a gig with Serena, uh, Serena Haggerty at Toboggan Brewery. Okay. And Basic White were on the bill. Yeah. And uh, they came up, they were like razzing me. It was funny. They come up, they're just like, oh, we're going to see the countryside of Craig yeah. tonight? And I'm like, ha, 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 Wally. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they played the gig, uh, and it was great. Like, they like stole the show. I was right. Say. Like, yeah. they play last. Like, I think, no, they played just before Five Oceans. Okay. So Five Oceans were on that gig, too. And, uh, and they played, messaged me the next day, and they were like, hey, man, we need, like, a basis for, like, this one show. Right. Like, would you be able to jump on it? Eric can't make it. Right. Um, and I think Eric was just kind of, like, a fill-in at the time anyway, right. too. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. So I go over, and I jam with with Riley, and then he, like, already says, like, yeah, I've got, like, two other gigs. You think you could take those ones on, too? And I'm just like, yeah, screw yeah, it. Like, yeah. I don't really have anything going on. And then, like, pretty much he just kept hitting me with more gigs. He's like, yeah, like, this one, this one. And I'm like, okay. And, like, I just didn't really get the message, right? right. So I was like, people would ask me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm playing this gig with Basic White, like, on this date. And they're just like, oh, right on. Are you playing with those guys? I was like, well, I've got these gigs with yeah. them or whatever. And I go over to Riley's place eventually. And he goes like, Craig, man, just, like, join our band, you yeah. weirdo. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, sure. So it just kind of, like, it just worked out that way. Yeah. But uh, but awesome. I've been loving it. Like they're super fun guys, yeah, and it's tons of shows. Too. Yeah, like, we've just been playing lots. Yeah, which is great. They've been that. Like looks like they like kind of hit another stride now. For which sure. Is good. Yeah, they're For such sure. a fun band, man. Like you guys are like one of my favorite bands to watch live. Thank like, you, man. It's, it's so just, much fun to play live. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and like, and I think like the like the songs too like lend themselves to like that if that makes any sense. Like they're just like fun like rock. Yeah, they're songs super fun. Just, like yeah. For sure. Totally uh, lends itself to that. Party sure. rock. Yeah, tonight, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play on the album then too? I didn't. Oh, I didn't okay. get to make that. No. So that that album's been in production for like a long time. Yeah. I know it's been like it's like at least half a year or something like that. And uh, the bass had already been done. Um, and uh, when I jumped on, and uh, all that needed to be done was keys. I think. Oh, okay. And Liam jumped out like uh, it was when I was still just like you know, list of dates on the fridge kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Liam comes over to my place and he just goes like, what's all this? Like all yeah. these dates. I was like, oh, they're all shows I'm playing with Basic White. He's yeah. like, I want to play. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, I, was, I was like, well, I mean, if you can play the keys or something. Yeah. You know, he's like my drummer in my past band. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, okay. And he goes out and he buys like $4,000 worth of keys. Oh, buys like, a, like, a, like an 88 and like an Electro 3 Nord. Wow. just gets all these keys and just like becomes an incredible <laughs> piano player in like two weeks and I was like okay and yeah. like bring him by the jam and the guy's like this is great yeah. like, like they had never played with a keyboard player before right. and it just completely changed everything right and uh, so yeah like we've been playing with Liam ever since but he, so he jumped on like in just a super random way like that and then it was like well we still need keys on the record yeah. I'm like you tell me Liam's gonna make on the record <laughs> yeah, yeah. like oh my god <laughs> so Liam got to toss some, some keys on there but I'll be on I'll be on the next one we've already yeah. been working on new tunes right which on. is cool yeah totally so, and I mean the record came out like last week yeah I mean I <laughs> guess just cool. like always thinking ahead yeah I guess so <laughs> I guess so it's the way they roll yeah that's awesome yeah. And, yeah the record sounds like so good too so like thank you I've been bumping it a lot so yeah, yeah. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, um, I'm too. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, play on that one. I'm actually gonna play on this <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so like, have you done like a lot of like just studio work then too, like separate from like maybe like playing live in the band? Um, not like a a ton. I mean, like I've done the biggest thing that I got to have my hand in with recording was uh, the Snack record. I don't okay. Know, you, yeah. You yeah. heard the Snack album? We uh, it was just Nathan Patrick from Foam. Uh, Bob from Kingpin and from Heavy Gloom and everything and Jock by the way Jim Bob is in Jock now okay. I guess it's a very new band um, they were my roommates and we decided we were just gonna get like really drunk on May 2-4 weekend and make a record like, okay. in that one like in, in a day pretty much yeah but well actually I'm kind of skipping parts here so Snack <laughs> came up so I live at the Foam Dome yeah right we had like have shows there and all that jazz yeah 
and uh, a band couldn't make it for the show. Oh, uh, okay. And we were like, how are we going to fill that third slot? Yeah. So Nathan, Bob, and I just like wrote three songs. Nice. <laughs> three just like thrash songs. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, let's just be Metallica. Yeah. And, uh, and we just wrote three like random like like garagey thrash songs. Right. And played the set, and like it was super fun. And then we just wound up like doing another show yeah. just for fun. Uh, and then we decided to do this record. It was just like Nathan had bought this tape machine, this eight track tape machine. Um, and he was like, I want to like make an album with yeah. this thing. Like, I want to like kind of figure out how to use this thing a little more. Let's make a record. So, we, I think it was like six songs or something okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. And we recorded them all in a day. And we did like everything live off the floor. And then, like, guitars were tracked separately after, did like a lead guitar after. Um, and did the vocals after. Right. And, like, we all kind of had our chance to kind of, you know, hit play. And, right, like, yeah, twist yeah. some knobs and everything. <laughs> um, and, like, got to learn a little bit more about, like, mic placement. On right, it. But, yeah. I mean, like, I'm no engineer. Yeah. By any no, means, me neither, no engineer. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really fun. Like, that was that was really fun. But, I mean, like, I've been, like, I've worked with uh, Mike Banstone was the guy that did, uh, he did a Death Sentence EP and he did two Radio Caroline EPs. Okay. Got to work with Aaron for Volume 2. Right on. Um, the Sugar Shack was yeah. always great. I want to go back there. We're going that. tomorrow. We're doing two oh! songs. We're doing two songs tomorrow. Pet Winston so, for me. Yeah, I will. <laughs> it's my first like real studio experience because we just did like the EP at the school. So I'm, like, yeah. I'm really looking forward to working with Kyle and like yeah, for yeah, sure. Doing some, like, we worked with Simon when we were okay, we yeah. were in there. And uh, I remember meeting Kyle. Was, I think it was before he even like worked there or something. Okay, he like, yeah. showed up for a minute and then left. And then like shortly after, he started working with Lost in Japan. Yeah, there, right. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the Sugar Shack. Like, it's super fun. Like, just the main jam room, just full of equipment. Yeah, so yeah. Nice. That's a Drake, uh, cause like, uh, I don't know if you know who Dime is, but they like did a yeah. couple, they did a couple tracks there. And, uh, cause like Drake plays drums in both bands and he's like, I'm not even bringing my kit tomorrow. He's like, cause like Kyle just like, the selection is yeah. too good. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> sounds good, man. Hell yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah. So what were we talking about before that? Though? Um, studio. Yeah. Just, There's yeah. that, um, and then, yeah, I think the Over Flowers record was made in, in Nick's basement as well. Right. So there's been, like, some kind of like DIY yeah. kind of recording sessions, too. But, I mean, like, a lot of times I've had the, the luck of working with some really great engineers. Too, right. So. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's been bass and vocals have been the main things. And then I guess I did I did one guitar track at Sugar Shack for the Radio Caroline record. And I did guitar for Snack. That's been pretty much it. Right on. But I'd like cool. to do more studio. Yeah, I uh, I sang on uh, actually Megan Machette. I sang on her lift oh, the yeah. other day. No way. Like, yeah, and it was like the first time I've like ever been asked to like come in and like do another thing. And I was like, yeah. oh, I could do more of this. This is fucking. Yeah, cool. I really like being the higher gun for the shows. Too. Yeah, it's always really fun too. But you gotta like it's it's funny. I always try to think about like kind of pandering to like that. Right. Like when I play with Serena, it's like I gotta bust out the pace. Yeah. Shirt, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> gotta wear the cowboy yeah, boots. Yeah. But, um, but it's fun. I mean, I'd really like to do some more, more session stuff, but I mean, like, it's kind of, you know, I know whenever I've played with a group and it's been like, we're going to record, it's like, well, you got to have the whole band yeah, yeah or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, when it's a solo artist, I guess it's a little different. Yeah. I mean, you kind of pick your band. Yeah, totally. Yeah. For whatever, like suits the song or whatever. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, have you got any like crazy road stories or anything? Road stories? Yeah. <laughs> uh, some, some street cred stories? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Good or bad, whatever. Good or but. bad. Um, actually, I gotta give some mad kudos to Wally for <laughs> our smoothie. Wally is a genius, by the way. Okay. He truly is. <laughs> truly is a genius. Don't don't let him deceive you. <laughs> we were playing Smith Falls just before Christmas. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is super far, by the way. If you don't know where Smith Falls is, it's like up by like Ottawa area. It's journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like we got that big basic white van. Yeah. Right, and uh, so we had to bring. We were playing a Legion Hall, it was right. the biggest hall that we could find in Smith Falls. Right. I guess uh, uh, Riley's from Perth, which okay. is like right yeah. nearby, and he knows everybody. He was like, "I swear, it's gonna be sold out. Like, it's gonna be crazy." <laughs> like, okay, so we gotta do this Legion Hall, and uh, so we had to bring our own lights, our own sound, nice. all of our equipment. Uh, like rack equipment for the lights, oh, like everything, wow. right? Yeah. And we've got this one van, and I was just like, okay, like maybe we could do it. And I show up, like all the equipment, a lot of it was at Casey's place, which okay. is uh, Riley's older brother. Right. And I guess he had brought it by earlier in the day, and I show up at the house, and like the jam room is like brimmed with equipment. And I'm like, guys, like <laughs> we're not fitting this all in one van. It's not happening. <laughs> Like, we go look in the van, and there's, like, one road case in there already, and I'm like, it's full. Yeah. <laughs> it's full. There's no way it's happening. 
and uh, and Wally just starts like brute force, just like organ like Tetrising it, yeah. right? And like it starts getting more and more full, and I'm like, like at first I'm like, no way, not yeah. gonna happen. <laughs> starts getting a little more full. I'm like, he might actually fucking do this, <laughs> and just feel like to the edge of the doors, like yeah. everything is completely packed to the point where like all the guitars were at the back, like you couldn't even steal our stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. seriously, like all these huge monitors are at the back, like. But it was incredible. Like, he, like, packed this thing. Like, everything fit. All five of us fit. That's Comfortably. Awesome. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. That's unreal, man. Yeah, that was a super crazy one. And he did it, like, four times. Because we had to, like, load it up, drive to Smith's Falls, unload it, load it back up, yeah. drive back home. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, Wally, how? Yeah. <laughs> how, man? That's so fun. That is, like, an art, man. I did a couple, uh, like, load-in loadouts for Music Hall. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, I did, like, the Anthrax show. Mm. And that was my first one. And then that's got to be a crazy like, road crew. Yeah, it's just and it's like transport trucks, right? Of yeah, shit. And of it's boxes. Just, yeah, like there's crates yeah, there's just one guy in there, and it's like don't move or touch anything until yeah. they tell you what to touch and like where to put it. Because it's just like <laughs> they've got a system and like they want to go home and yeah. they're just like nobody fucking move until no we like point at you and tell you what to grab. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and it is you're like there's no way you're fitting any of it, even in like the transport no. truck. It's like yeah, there's I no know. way any of this just is just like. In None of it was even close to the van. I just look at the room and I'm like, this isn't happening. Like, I would have given up in a heartbeat if it was up to me. There's no way. There's Not no happening. way we're doing it. Yeah, but I guess uh, it it's good to have one of those guys in there. Yeah, it was, it's crazy because the guy will just, like, he'll just barrel through, like, with, like, an 810 cabinet. Just, like, yeah. just hauls in the van. I'm like, you're crazy. Oh, my God. Be careful. Yeah. That's you awesome. Pull it off. Pull it off. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait till I don't have to cram our stuff into my Nissan and then drive. Yeah, I know. The, the whole two car convoy <laughs> yeah, is a tough one. It's br- and like I'm the only one with a car in the band. Like oh, sometimes, hurt. like Drake could get like his girlfriend's car, and she has like an actual like SUV. Right. But it's like she works like shift work, so it's like never guaranteed. Super unreliable. Yeah. And like my Nissan's already low to the ground, and then we like are bringing <laughs> yeah. stuff. And oh I'm my like, god! Oh, Actually, uh, when we so Radio Caroline has another interesting one with transport where we were we packed all of our stuff i think the only thing we didn't bring was shells okay so we brought like an 810 cab 412 cab our heads guitars everything and the four of us and all of our merch and my c my 2002 sienna minivan nice. was like riding the yeah. ground like it was like full capacity and we were driving to ottawa um and we blew our left front tire oh. on the highway Oh fuck! Liam was driving and managed to like pull it over or whatever, and uh, we had no hesitation. As soon as it happened, like someone was like, "What do we do?" And I was like, "Get all the equipment out of the back. We're dropping the spare. Like, we have like a full spare." Yeah. Right. So like side of the road, like I'm in my cowboy boots. Yeah. Like booting <laughs> off these lug nuts, swap out the wheel, and we drove the rest of like the three dates. Yeah. On this full size spare. Oh man. With a with nothing but a rim. Yeah. On, on the spare <laughs> section too. It's like, oh, that's always safe. Yeah, totally. But uh, but that was a good one. And we were we made to the gig yeah. right on time. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. We stopped at a Canadian Tire for a minute to get it aired up. Just right. the slightest bit. Yeah. They were like, dude, you guys in a band? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Take a CD, dude. Like, seriously. <laughs> Thanks for the compressed air. Yeah. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Um, did you take any, like, vocal lessons or anything like that? Or you just kind of... No, I, I did choir okay. when I was in elementary school. Right. Um, and like, like extracurricular one, like, I mean, like everyone would be singing, uh, it was like grade one through six, you would only be singing. Right. And then grade six, I think we got recorders. Ooh, yeah. Terrible. Classic. Yeah. Why would you yeah. do that? It's like a crime <laughs> yeah, to so... give sixth graders recorders. I think we got them earlier, actually. I think like grade I'm six was, five. grade six was when we like got to pick our instrument. Like, so yeah. like my elementary school was like the stringed elementary school. And that was us a, too. Another town over was like winds. And then in high school, you like came together. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, like recorders was like grade four or five. I think, yeah. Like, so I, I Recorders might have been five. We all got introduced to violin okay. grade six. Okay. And you would kind of pick it. And I remember I was I wanted to play the stand-up bass. Yeah. And they were like, you're too short, man. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I played, played cello. Yeah. I got I got actually like a, like a award of excellence for cello. Oh, no. I wish I picked cello. I picked violin. And I, I like cello, cello. But yeah. I wanted to play bass really bad. Cello, it's bass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my sister played stand-up bass. Okay. She was tall enough at the time. But then like I get to grade nine or grade ten. I go from like five eight to like six one, yeah. and I'm like, guys, yeah. could have been playing bass this whole time. Um, look at me now. Yeah, for yeah. real. Look at me now. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, what was I going to say? So I did choir. Uh, like, so when you'd be singing like grade one to four, and right. then I did choir up until like I think grade seven. Maybe I don't think I was doing it in grade eight, but up to grade seven, and then I worked with the choir in okay. high school. Okay. I think I was the guitar guy mostly. Though. Right. I think I did that, but I was singing in high school. As soon as I got to high school, and I met Scott and Jeff. Okay. It was like, well, we need a singer. And I was yeah. Like, okay, I'll try that. Yeah. But, That's uh, awesome. I just want because I was listening to like the Radio Carolina piece, and I was like, fuck, like this was like un- like your voice is unreal. Thank and, you. And like man. I had not, like an opportunity to like really like hear it and stuff other right. than like live. Yeah. Um, but I was like, God, like, this is fucking unreal. So I always wonder like when people have like strong voices. There like, was a learning like, curve for sure, man. Yeah. Like like I popped it a couple times. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. There's been, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I like I started taking lessons in the summer, and I uh, like changed my life because smart like, never, yeah like and because i was just doing it and yeah. it, like there was i was like especially now like listening to the ep because this was after mm. and i was like oh man there's so many things i like could have did that i just oh, yeah. like didn't do because you like don't have the knowledge of like maybe where no your voice can go yeah, yeah and, like, so now i'm like taking care of it and i have like a better idea even if i like can't quite do it i'm like okay i know how to get there though. yeah so you can kind of like, figure out a way to get to yeah because like yeah terrified to like blow your voice i don't like scream too much but like Right. Still, you yeah, know, the Radio Caroline anything, stuff. Yeah, it was man, like, like, it was like, I gotta scream a high E. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and like, I remember, uh, cause Jeff, Jeff had like kind of a similar thing too. Like he, like I had uh, vocal notes when I was like a little kid. Oh, okay. I wasn't a singer at all. I think it was just like playing hockey. I'd be like screaming. Right. So much yeah. Right? yeah. And they're like, dude, you gotta stop screaming. <laughs> um, but like, you learn a little bit about using your diaphragm yeah. there. Like I used to do like, a, it was like they call it like vocal hygiene right. yeah, lessons yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. And it's just for like speaking and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny, like, I think about it now, I'd go to those, like, when I was, like, nine years old or something like that, and they're like, do you sing? And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, fucking 14-year-old me is just like, fuck, why yeah. did I tell them? Oh, yeah. Like, um, but, uh, <laughs> but Jeff and I, like, like, we would fucking struggle with our voices every now and again, and we would, like, just do, like, the YouTube lurking. Right. Whatever, right? And it's like, uh, and, like, uh. Skid Row, Sebastian Bach, oh, yeah, talking yeah. about how he does it or whatever. Yeah. We're just like, how do you get whistle tones? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> but uh, but we did, like, a bunch of research on it, too. And then, like, I remember, like, I had... It, the, the main contributor to that was I was sick, too. Okay. And we played this one gig in Ottawa. And I was sick. And I was, like, screaming my balls off. Yeah. Didn't know what I was doing. And my throat was fucked up for, like, a month. Oh, wow. And I was like, guys, like, I can't... Like, I need to, like, take a break. Yeah. Um... And I kind of figured it out. And, like, for a while, I had this, like, ridiculous regime. Like, I've, I, like, stopped drinking, stopped smoking, stopped drinking caffeine, started running. Oh, wow. No, like, like it was crazy. Yeah. I was, like, chewing ginger root for Christ's sake. Oh, Jesus. Like, <laughs> like, like, really going out It's like, that's yeah. crazy, man. Like, <laughs> drinking, like, three liters of water a day. Yeah. Like, unbelievable. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's, you know, you got to kind of figure it out. But I haven't taken any lessons. I definitely should still. Right. It's a, It doesn't hurt. Idea. Yeah, you get the, like... I tried doing, like, the YouTube creeping thing, and I just, like, it didn't help because I didn't really know, like, what I was looking for. Right. Or, like, where to start. So, like, having the lessons was, like, a good foundation where, yeah. like, now I could probably, like, go do that and be, like, okay, yeah. where, where can I progress? But, I remember Jeff and I had the same kind of, like, moment when we first started watching them. We're just, like, where the fuck is the diaphragm? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, use your yeah. diaphragm. I'm, like, what is it? Yeah. Like... <laughs> I didn't pay any attention in health class. I should have should have paid attention. <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't know where anything Someone get is. me a medical dictionary. <laughs> How do I feel it? And it's like that's a it's so much different than like trying to learn an instrument because it's like all feel of mm. like where like your throat should be and yeah, like, for where, real. like th- where your tongue should be and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. And it is just volumes like, has been a big one too. I remember yeah. talking to Mike Vanstone. He was because he used to do like. Uh, uh, he was in a band called Divine Right of Kings. And okay. he would do, uh, like, Dillinger Escape Plan was, like, what they okay. kind of sounded like. So you do, like, this screamy kind of vocal. Yeah. you was like, man, like, a lot of these people aren't that loud when they're doing it. Right. So you got to watch your, like, like if you can get your vocal fry, like, really quiet, yeah. do that. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just pushing it for no yeah. fucking reason. Right. You can get the same sound. Yeah. And I've been focusing on that a lot, too. Like, if you're trying to, like, hit some crazy note with grit, you don't need to, like, scream it. Right. So just like watch your volume. Yeah, that's interesting too. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's all like yeah, like pushing the like your air, like your air control. Think of it like a like, reed, yeah, man. You know, yeah, like fucking, you don't want to be yeah. doing that. It's a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's. I'm always interested with like people if they took lessons or not. Cause like I asked Charles too, and he's like, no. No. Nope. I was like, of course he didn't. Do no, because yeah, we, we we used to jam like when he was like super young, and I would do some singing. And then I, like, went on, kept doing the Radio Caroline thing, and he just started. Yeah. I remember he was, like, super into, like, Lane Staley yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, right. he just, like, he just had tons of influence. Right. 
and he figured it out and he figured it out pretty damn yeah, well. Yeah, totally. Voice on him, so. Yeah, that's the because when I was doing uh, lessons, we were doing a lot of like. I was like struggling with compression, mm. so we we're doing a lot of like audio slave because like Chris Cornell is like nice. king of compression. So, so it was good. like, and then like audio slave like isn't like the craziest Chris Cornell. Like, well, it's easier to like kind of practice. Slaves and bulldozers. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like what? <laughs> <Slaves and bulldozers. laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know. hopefully someday, man. But I don't know. But uh, Megan did uh, them bones for her lift, so she was mm. like, "Could you do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, probably." And I had like two That's weeks killer. to kind of practice, so I hadn't yeah. done like any length yet. So, like, getting past the, like, like the unique quality in his voice, I was like, okay, yeah. get that out of the way. I'm not going to sound like that. But yeah, like, for real. Do it like, yourself. where does it sit? Yeah. Yeah, like, you're I mean, doing a cover, too. That was a big one, too, was, like, you kind of have to separate yourself from your influences. Like, I mean, like, if you've got, if you love listening to Clutch. Yeah. You know, and he's doing that fucking, yeah, like, yeah. don't necessarily try to sing it like a baritone like yeah. he is, you know? Like, you can still have that influence, but, like, I remember, uh. I had that problem <laughs> when I first started singing, singing like Johnny Cash songs. Like, dude, like cut the southern accent. Yeah, like, yeah, what are you yeah. Doing? <laughs> like, come on. To throw the accent in there. Yeah, too. for real. That's but like... I mean, like you know, if you if you want to sound like Robert Plant or you want to sound like Steven Tyler, it's like yeah, I mean, like have that influence, but I mean, don't hurt yourself. Yeah, like come yeah, on. and like so much of that, like their thing is just like what their voice sounds like, like trying to like emulate like yeah. what like Lane Staley sounds like. Like you're never gonna do that because yeah. that's Unless just you push your job. Yeah, like, just, a couple yeah. Inches <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Just practicing in the mirror, getting you. Know, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. I had lots of mirror <laughs> sessions. Yeah. Man. Lots of mirror dance sessions. Oh yeah, man, you got sure. you. Gotta you have the hockey stick. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I used to practice. Just the there was well, I just think it was so sick. It was like the the Elvis you like uh, toss oh, the mic stand and you bring it back with your yeah. foot or whatever. Practice that oh, one a lot man. of times, I'd man. I'd smash myself in the face like way too much if I did that. There's a, there's a couple yeah. successful ones. Yeah. There's a few fuck ups. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't, uh, man. It was like uh, like going back to like what do you do with your hands? Like that's why I love having like the cord or whatever. The cord's always good too. Yeah. I thought about that too. My worst nightmare would be a wireless mic. Dude, like, we had so like just as I was starting doing that like last year. And we did like share the land. Yeah. And uh, Mike Roth was like, we're doing wireless mics. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> what about this other hand, yeah, man? Seriously. And I was like practicing like so much. And I was like, there's no cord here. Like, I would so be grabbing do? for cords yeah. that aren't there all the time. It's like, that's my thing, man. Like, I finally figured it out. And you've taken it away from me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's cruel and yeah. unusual. It's like, it's easier with no cords. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's fine, I guess. But I get whatever, it. But oh my God. Yeah. I'm not making this easy. Do you have like a like a show like one show that like really stands out to you? Um, Smith Falls was pretty incredible, man. Right. Because that was like yeah, like we built that stage pretty much. Right. Yeah, you have like your hand in everything. Yeah, right like we that. set up the whole production of it, but I mean, like it was like a sold out hall. Right. Like in northern Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd never been there, and people were coming. Like oh my god, it was crazy. Yeah. There was like people like jumping up on this, and the stage was really high too. So it was like, like. Pretty silly. Like everyone's like pretty much right at your feet, like Lee's Palace style. Right. Which is like pretty, you know, it pumps your tires up. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But uh, <laughs> like that one was pretty good. Um, yeah, like an an all time show. Smith Falls, yeah, I'd yeah, say that's probably. probably the big one. But I mean, like you know, like release shows are always cool. Yeah. The Legal Kill Volume Two release show was really great yeah. too. That was like a packed run right. Yeah, yeah. Super cool. I'm really excited for Juno Fest. Yeah, that'd be good. that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, totally. Like it'll be like a Canadian music. Well, actually, Canadian Music Week was a good one too. Yeah, with the uh, with Legal Kill last year. Or with Legal it, Kill yeah. last year was was fun. The, with uh, Radio Caroline, the first oh you year, did it. okay okay first year that I had ever played Canadian Music Week was with Radio Caroline, and we lucked out so hard. We played. <laughs> It was unbelievable, and I, I think it's the same thing with with Juno Fest. Like we're playing with Tokyo Police Club yeah. at one in the morning. Yeah, last call at four. Yeah, it's like this is like a formulaically perfect slot. Yeah, like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but um, with Horseshoe, at Canadian Music Week, we had the Sunday, three a.m. Last call four a.m. Mm-hmm. Last day of Canadian Music Week. Okay, so it was like literally everyone was piling into the Horseshoe because they're like, this is the last yeah. show. Like, yeah, no matter who it who it is. Yeah. And it was a packed horseshoe tavern oh, that's awesome. for Canadian Music Week. Unbelievable. Yeah. That was crazy. That's crazy. And I think that was where we got all of our radio tattoos. We all oh, got our yeah. matching tattoos. Nice. <laughs> matching band tattoos are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> we got a, you know, uh, Jordan Horbin? No. Uh, okay, so he's like, a, he was in um, like my year. Okay. He's like quite a bit older than me. Or I shouldn't say, I don't know how old you are, so I shouldn't say that. But uh, I'm 23. Okay, that's work out then. Jordan's like almost 30. So <laughs> okay, yeah. so um, gotcha. but he was in uh he was in a band uh 
called We Are Bravest, and they like had like a little bit of success, mm. and uh, it was like a pop like punk band or whatever. They like opened for like Mariana's Trench and stuff. Yeah. So he's got he's got a like a it was like their their logo was like bravest but with like no vowels. So he's got that like tattoo. It was like bur- yeah. it's like Burvist. Yeah, it's <laughs> Burvist. Yeah, which is also the joke. But he's got one like on his leg, and he said that uh, they're going to get them, and they were like about to like kick their bass player up but they hadn't done it yet oh no and then so they were like we should talk about yeah, doing it but they didn't and then oh, no. and like everybody was getting them like on their legs and this guy's like i'm getting it on my wrist and they were like oh, you should get it on your leg man <laughs> yeah he, you like, should totally do and the he leg didn't and he got it on his wrist and the whole time they were like oh man oh, oh that's brutal dude. <laughs> so brutal like, that's really brutal have that talk before the tattoo session i think yeah <laughs> like, for real we are we were on that. our way to that gig and uh Fion, so sad stab. You should look her up on Instagram, by the way. Sad stab on Instagram. Oh, Fantastic uh, stick and poke tattoos. Oh, okay. From Toronto. Cool. And uh, my friend Josh had messaged me, and they're like, uh, Fion is gonna come to the show. She does stick and poke tattoos for bands. Like, oh, okay. And she's tattooed like Pup. She's tattooed oh, like nice. Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Like, wow. it's like crazy. Yeah. We were like, yeah, I'm super down. I I didn't have any tattoos. Yeah. I don't think Scott had any tattoos. Jeff had like one little one on his ankle or something yeah. like that. And we were like, let's do it. We yeah. were like squabbling over what we should get like all day, right? I was like, yo, let's get like a lightning bolt. Yeah. They're, like, <laughs> they're like, no, fuck yeah. off. And uh, so I was like, why don't we get like little radios? So you can like draw a little radio. And yeah. it's like, it's like the robot face. I don't okay. know if you saw like Scott. Yeah. Scott okay. has his like right here okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was like, sure, just toss it my way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think Scott and Liam both got theirs in the green room of the Horseshoe Tavern. Nice. And Jeff and I both got ours in the van. Nice. Which is, uh, very appropriate. Both rock and roll. Yeah. Anytime I go back to the Horseshoe, yeah. I'm like standing in that back yeah. parking lot, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> just I got in that like here. alley that's there. Pretty yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That nice little self righteous moment. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's like both of those places are like one of like the most rock and roll places to For get real. to. Like Horseshoe Green Room. Yeah. Very rock and roll to get Horseshoe to. Parking like, Lot. Yeah. Very rock and roll. Very rock and roll. <laughs> very sketchy. <laughs> um, so like, usually near the end, I'll ask like what like big bands you'd want to open for. But since you're kind of like all around, what band, any band, would you want to be in? And like what position would you Ooh, play? What band would I want to be in? Yeah. Um, any position that you could that you want to play in so like bass vocal I would I would love to be uh, in Dilly Kilmeister's spot in Strange Ways okay I would love to be, <laughs> yeah. would love to be Dylan uh, Strange Ways are fantastic yeah, uh, yeah but if I could just be in like any band at all oh my god um dude if I could be John Paul Jones like, uh, yeah that'd be pretty that'd dirty be pretty sweet. Uh, that'd be pretty dirty yeah <laughs> um <laughs> no like one that's playing right now um some bass stuff that I'm really digging right now. I would love to be in Royal Blood, dude. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I am loving that. Yeah. And, like, Death from Above. Oh, uh, like, yeah. That whole two-piece yeah. thing. Is like, like, I've been, like, trying it out, too. Yeah. Like, I've got, like, the whole pedal board trying to right. make a thing. But, I mean, it's so hard to, like, I mean, like, Royal Blood have that, like, super distinct sound. Yeah. It's hard to, like, not sound yeah. exactly like right. when you're doing it. Yeah. But, uh, but Royal Blood have been, like, you know, really tickled my fancy. Yeah. I saw them a couple of times. I saw them open for Queens twice. Saw them twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only two times I've seen them. Have you seen them aside from Queens? No, I know. Yeah. Yeah, just those two. I was, like, almost front row for the Toronto show. That's super I've seen Queens, like, four times. And then it was funny when they, so, like, the first, the third time I saw them, like, on that Villains tour, like, that was the third time, like, total I saw them. I was working, and I, like, told my brother to, like, get the tickets. And he's like, all right. And, uh, so my brother's like a pharmacist and he just was like, I was thinking like he'd just get like high oh tickets. Oh my God. And I get the email because it was like through my account and he got like floors and I was like, oh fuck. So I was like, <laughs> all right, well, if we're going, like I'm going to get as close to like Queens yeah, as I can get. Going. So we were like third row basically like oh in uh, at, the, at the amphitheater there. Yeah, so I was like, that was pretty fucking wicked. And that was the first time I saw Royal Blood too. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, man. it's super like, good. So and there was good. like, it truly like, an improvement from the first and second time I saw them yeah. too. Like they get like tighter and tighter every right. time. Yeah. Like I saw them at amphitheater on the lawn. Okay. And that was fantastic. Maybe yeah. it was just cause I was so far back. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then I saw them at bud gardens and yeah. uh, we were like in the hundreds on the side. 
Okay, and they yeah, were incredible. We're... Queens had like a really long set that night. Yeah. I remember like yeah. standing there and I was just like, I don't want to hear three <laughs> guitars anymore. Like, <laughs> I was wor- I worked that day and had to work the next day. And I I don't know I don't know if it was just because it was also my fourth time too, but I was like I still love this, but I was tired. I was tired, man. Like, I think, like, we're not alone there. Like, it was still like it was a great show. It was fantastic, but I was like, it was long. They were playing like deep cuts too. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. That was out of the four times I've seen them. That was like the deepest cuts I've seen. Yeah, it was strange. Yeah, they opened with like a song for the song for the deaf, which I've like never heard them play. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Cause like, well, like I saw them the uh, right after they put like Clockwork out. So that show they played mm-hmm. like most of that album. Yeah. And then the second time I saw them in Oshawa on that tour, and it was like they didn't play a lot of that album. Right. And then it was like the same thing. Like Villains, they played most of Villains, and then that show they played lots of old shit, which yeah. is cool about seeing Queens because they don't like they, they don't change do the it same up. thing. Yeah, yeah they always like, change it up. Yeah. And that Molson Amphitheater, that was like the biggest North American show yeah. they ever played. Yeah, that was that. that one was awesome. Like holy too. shit! Well, I remember walking in there. That was like the biggest concert I'd ever been to. Right. I remember walking in. I was like, "There's a shitload of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a lot of people." Yeah. And then he said, "Like, yeah, this is the biggest like North American show we've ever played." And I was yeah. like, "That fucking makes sense." Yeah. Like, oh my god. It's crazy. Yeah. And like, I love that they're like they're they're a big band, but they're not like huge. So they still like come and do the like. They hit Toronto and then they come back and then they come to like London and they yeah, do like Oshawa sure. or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, they can still hit like those like other markets, which is really cool. Mm. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. That's I love seeing those guys. I'll see them like every time. Yeah, if friend. they come like, back to London or Toronto, yeah, I'm gonna be they're there. They're so good. For sure. And like, I mean, so they they always have like consistent openers too. I yeah. know that they played with Royal Blood the last two times. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll have some super cool band next time. They had. Them. I'm trying to think. They had some band like that was actually kind of weird the first time I saw them called Guards. And it was more oh, like a really? pumpy or pumpy poppy band, huh. uh, and then like his wife, like Brody Dahl, opened when I saw them in Oshawa. Trippy. Yeah, which is kind of cool. She played like some Distiller stuff, and cool. But yeah, but yeah, the Royal Blood stuff was definitely mm-hmm. wicked. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, what are some like local bands that you're? Some digging? local bands that I'm loving. Not even necessarily London, but just like. You know, I'm gonna like, pump some tires yeah. right now, boys. <laughs> we got Foam, man. Foam is fantastic. Um, and that's like two of my old roommates, uh, mm-hmm. Pat and Nathan, Pat Briggs, and Nathan Patrick, um, and Davida Kuslitz, fantastic. Um, and Will uh, Agnew was playing drums in that band okay. for a little while there too, but he moved to Toronto, um, and he's doing his own thing, being fantastic at everything. <laughs> Um, Heart Attack Kids are killing yeah. it. Uh, Strange Ways are killing it. They're all playing the same Juno showcase. Oh, right on. At Richmond Tavern next Saturday. So if, sweet. If this is out by then, then go see that. Go see them. Um, those guys are fantastic. Um, 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 the Mesa are cool. Okay. That's also an old roommate of mine, Harry. They're super cool. They're like very Caius. Oh, okay. Very Wicked. Nice. So I'm sure you would dig yeah. that. Um, let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. I hate being put on the spot. It's like, yeah. going, it's like, it's like going to a guitar store free, yeah. and you gotta like play something. You're yeah. like, I don't know any guitar riffs. Yeah. yeah. Um, you'll leave and you'll be like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. for Add real. all these ones in afterwards. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Oh my god, I'm so on the spot. Uh, the Wrong Brothers are fantastic. Yeah, they're good guys. Two Piece. Yeah, I appreciate the shit out of Two Pieces. Yeah, man, they're like and really they're tough. like huge. Like Two Pieces are killing. Trendy right, right now. Crown Lance. Oh yeah, Crown Lance. Crown Lance, of, fantastic. Of course, of Love course. them. The nicest dudes in rock and they're the nicest yeah. people ever. Yeah. yeah, we play with them at the Palais Royale show. Which yeah, is yeah. A crazy, strange experience. Yeah, that was but, really good. Uh, I got to play that double Rick for a moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> fantastic he's so nice man yeah that was like we played with them like a couple weeks after that at yeah that, at the lazy show yeah yeah that was the first time i'd ever seen you guys oh right on yeah, yeah wicked and uh he was like as soon as we got off stage he was like right there and he was like that was fucking wicked and yeah. i was like oh my god thanks so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's super like, cool it's crazy i had to exchange some notes i was like where do you get your bell bottoms yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, hair man, products you guys use? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, lots of hair in that band for sure. I know. Yeah. I, I like. I feel like I was almost bothering them because I was like, yeah. I was like, you guys have better hair than us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like okay. It's uh, like we. I'm sure we get it all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dear Lord. Oh man. Um, grievances. Okay. Great. Yeah. Never better's great. Jock for all you hardcore fans. Um, 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 um. Who else? There's got to be like one more. One more giant tire pump. <laughs> Um, Five Oceans. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. Mark is a 
fantastic drummer. Wicked. Got to play at Rum Runners with him, uh, with Serena, like on Thursday. Okay. And that was super cool. Sweet. Um, but yeah, that's like a pretty, it's a pretty good list. Right make on. a playlist out of that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've been thinking about maybe doing that. You know. should totally make yeah. playlists. That'd be great. Yeah, it'd be cool. Just add to this thing a little bit. You heard it here first. There you go. We'll make playlists. There you go. I'll do it for every. Cast. I just signed you up. For yeah, it. yeah. I have to God do it now. <laughs> make me more work. I got one more question. I've never asked anybody this question. Sure. I just like I thought of it this morning. Not like I thought of a my one time in high school. My buddy asked me this, mm. and I was like, I should be asking people this on the podcast. Um, <laughs> if you could have written any song in history, what would it? What would it be? This is another like ridiculous. Oh, question. that one. Cha- that one changes with <laughs> yeah. me. Like every, I'm brutal, man. Like I, I really hope people don't like creep my Spotify plays. Like <laughs> I'll listen to the same song, the one oh, same song. Dude, me too. Like for days, like did, weeks sometimes. Uh, like, did you dumb. get the look at your like Spotify put out the like what you've listened to or whatever? Like they, they did, did that, that thing. Yeah, mine was dumb, man. Mine I, mine, was so dumb. I, I'm shameful of mine too because it's like you don't even feel like you listen to them that much. You just listen to the same song yeah. for like a bunch of days. Yeah, and it was like eagles of death metal were my number one and i was like i listen to i love you all the time (laughs) and save a prayer like literally a billion times (laughs) and then i just like left it alone but yeah that's awesome that save the prayer cover is so good though i know it's It's super good good. it's better than the original i didn't even know it was a duran duran i know i know it's so good man i i got obsessive about that too actually when that album came out yeah super good mine was like uh in the summertime, I got like obsessed with Cleopatra, and it was oh, like yeah. my thing was like just Cleopatra, like my top. <laughs> and like I listened to other songs, but like there was a while where it was like all I listened to. Yeah. So like my top like five songs were like I think it was like three Cleopatra songs and two Ready the Prince songs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, and I was like, hey, like hopefully this isn't creepy. <laughs> there was like... actually there was another one. It was like the darkness. I listened to Friday Night by the Darkness oh, nice. like a million times, yeah. and it's like the darkness and Eagles of Death Metal are just like so rock and roll it's almost yeah, parody yeah, you know yeah so i just felt bad like publishing i was just like people are gonna think that like i just like listen to acdc all day yeah. and like do high kicks yeah like, yeah. <laughs> like this guy just must play cowboy dress up yeah, all the time yeah. but uh i do but uh no fucking song that i wish i had written because it changes like every week yeah i try to think of like hmm. i was trying to think of like a main song but like that i could answer with but like I don't know. I was just hear lyrics mainly, and I'm like, oh, I fuck. I wish I, I wrote know. that lyric. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my god. I'm trying to think of like all the influence ones. Now. Yeah. You know, it's like brutal. Um. I wish I wrote Sleepwalk. That okay. like that crazy blow. Like it's not even like there's no lyrics to that song, but it's like I forget what the the artist even is, but it's that. Uh, slide guitar song. Okay, yeah, I think I know what you're it's talking about. It's at the about. end of the La Bamba movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Feeling Bad Blues by Ry Cooter. I'm a huge okay. blues guy. Okay. I love, like, slide guitar is okay. my thing. Wicked. But Feeling Bad Blues would be a good one. Or Sleepwalk. Those are just like, they're like slide guitar uh, symphonies, you know what okay, I mean? Yeah, like they're yeah. just like perfect right. in so many ways. Joe Bonamassa like pumps the tires right. on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling bad blues a lot, but that would awesome. be a good one or some Johnny Cash song. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Perfect. Cool, man. Is there anything else like, like you want to talk about that I didn't um, ask you about? Not really. I mean, I can always go listen to uh, second half. Yeah. And uh, killer. Go killer. see as many Juno showcases as you possibly can. Yeah everybody get out there do it hells yeah fuck yeah cool man well thanks so much for doing that thanks for having me man of course anytime sweet